Thimble Winter Part 6 Aaronville Long ago, before the snow met the earth and the mountains became gravestones for giants, there was a goddess by the name of Aaronville. She was the summer breeze and the warm beach sand. She was the gentle hug of a mother and the soothing cackle of a fire. She was the first light of a morning sun. And she loved to bring these gifts to the people wrapped in stars. Other holy beings only had a taste for watching from a divine distance, but not Aaronville. She spent her days traveling through warmth, from hug to fire to breeze. This was how she saw the world. This was how she saw the world. Over time, her journey began to change. The embraces she encountered were malicious and murderous. The fires burned greater and hotter than ever before. The warm breezes became vast clouds of smoke, suffocating the land. Everywhere she turned burned her, causing pain to course through her earthly form like a disease. Aaronville had given gifts, but they were now misused. In return, she received an illness only a god could contract. A tyrannical control gripped the very being of her, a pull and tug in a war of who would have the most of her. The more she was used, the more she felt herself fade away. The goddess began to lose hope. She was the symbol of a sun, now eclipsed by the dark moon of the lost people that she once sought after. Drifting from any source that resembled the past, she had nearly accepted her fate. Then, Aaronville found the Elderners. The Elderners were a family of four, living in a log cabin atop a hill between two warring cities. The mother and father were wise, and the son and daughter were kind. The children would play in the fields while the father chopped wood and the mother cooked food. They held simple values and a simpler life. The mother was from one city and the father another, and they moved from each city for a reason. The family would gather at moonrise and give thanks to the day and each other. In this, Aaronville found a stoke to her flame, and for many days she stayed with the family, discovering a haven in their love. But wildfires can travel far, even to the highest treetops. A spy from the East Kingdom escaped the West with a mortal wound. Although the situation was dire, he carried information that would turn the tide of the war, and he was determined not to let it go to waste. The wind led him to the house atop the hill, to the Eldoners. He reached the door, one hand on his wound, another giving a weak knock. When the daughter opened the door, he collapsed. The spy stayed under their care for a week. The family asked no questions, disregarding his wound and affairs. He noticed no affiliation to either kingdom. The spy had never encountered people so welcoming. For years he had been fueled by the flames of passion, hate, and power. But for the first time, he stayed with the warmth of hope, comfort, and unity. It was not only something he was grateful to receive, but a feeling he wanted to give. Aaronville saw hope, and at the end of the week, she saw that same hope burn out. Soldiers from the West Kingdom arrived. The father hid the spy calmly and instructed the family to continue as they normally would. The soldiers had tracked the spy to this location and asked the father if he had seen any signs of him. The father replied no. As the soldiers began to search the house, they became increasingly more aggressive. 
They set to questioning and accusing the kids. Mr. Eldenor politely asked them that they not harass his family. At this, the lead soldiers struck him on the head, knocking him to the ground. The spy could not take it. Regardless of the importance of his mission, he could not stand by and watch the family who showed him love and compassion get injured for his sake. Out of his hiding place, he crept into the light. The leader stepped up to the spy and stabbed him. He ordered his men to take the family to the city. An example must be made. Crowds of people were called into the town square to witness the event. The soldiers set the family upon a wooden stage. This was what happened to enemies and traitors. It did not matter who you were, man, woman, or child. This was what happened if you stayed silent. The crowd jeered at every statement made, their collective sound like a roaring flame. Aaronvol was on that stage too, with her final home. She saw that her own gifts would be used to end her. The people became selfish, not wanting to share their warmth. Their fire would consume them and everything around them. The flame was set and all went quiet. Light reflected in the eyes of the mob as they watched in horror and amusement. It was the power of having control over a tragedy. The family burned, holding on to one another one last time until they joined together in ash. Aaronville went with them. The skies turned gray, and a cold wind traveled back and forth. A storm had arrived. The gods cried at the loss of their sister. Their tears fell from heaven to earth, and as they entered the atmosphere, they turned to snow. The heavy teardrops blanketed the ash of the family, weaving their remains into the thimble cloak. A cloak that, if worn, would survive the winter to come. The wearer would become one with snow, as Aaronville did warmth. An article of clothing that would set the user free of the burden of their mind. But the cloak remained lost, blended in snow, waiting for someone to embrace it, and live in a world without Aaronville.